Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and this podcast is where we do just that, talk about past lives and the divine. The session I'm sharing today is a spirit guide session. Uh, Mary had this client, Mary, thank you to Mary for being brave and sharing this. Um, Thank you to all of the clients who have shared their past life regression recording, and if you are someone who's feeling slightly moved or moved to share your recording on the podcast, let me know. If we've had a session together, you can just um, hit reply to that email that I sent you with the notes and the recording from your session, or you can just send me an email and let me know if you are willing to share your recording or some of your recording. We can always leave some things out. Um, I definitely have done that in some of my recordings because... I don't want to necessarily air the dirty laundry of certain people who I have difficulties with, but also want to protect because I believe we all kind of deserve that. All right. Um, Not necessarily protect them at an expense to me, but that's an easy thing to do. So if you're feeling called, but there's maybe one or two things that you'd like to leave out, let me know. We can definitely do that. Okay. This session with Mary, she had a few questions just about this path that she's on, kind of the awakening she's experiencing, and specifically how that relates to a few things in her childhood. So her mom has told her a story about beings at the end of the bed um, while she was pregnant with this client, and this client has had some other experiences um, when she was a kid, and specifically one of the memories that we dig into in this where she was well, like nine or 10, I say nine or 10, but I want to say it was even younger than that. But regardless, she was a kid and she was just sitting in her room, you know, just as a kid, not much to do, looking at her hand. And then it was just kind of like this spontaneous question of like, what is life? And when she looks back on it, it felt more profound than the story, which is probably why the memory sticks with her. And she says it really felt like it was kind of this bigger question, like maybe not necessarily coming from her. And then she had floated up as we do and was just kind of like in the cosmos and then came back down. So she had um, the, the specifics of the story aren't necessarily important, but that is the story. So we reference that we reference the part with her mom and some beings standing at the end of her mom's bed And really, one of the things that I like about this (laughs) recording is, as a facilitator, it took me a while to figure out what was going on. (laughs) And I just think that that is so interesting. And um, when we start this session, you'll see when we start, when you start listening to the recording, Mary, I sense that she was very deep. And she was very just like in the presence of these beings, these light beings, which she describes a bit with their color. But mostly for the first part of it, she's like pretty overwhelmed by their vibration. It took me a while to figure it out what was going on. Um, But I did, thank God. And then we um, kind of set up like we had her step back away from these beings so their vibration their frequency wasn't so overwhelming for her Um, so that's a plus that I figured that out and then it's a little bit smoother sailing after that but if you're anything like me 
I like a little peek behind the curtain. So even though it's a little slow to listen to, I think it's a little bit interesting just to see how someone, how the facilitator, me, how I navigated it. But then also to Mary as the client was like, this was all pretty new to her. And so I just want to put it out there because I think it's really interesting. And I honestly do think while the words aren't, a plenty. I do think that we are all, I mean, if you're freaky enough to listen to however many episodes we've had on this podcast, I think we can kind of feel almost, I could almost feel like what she was. I could not feel it on the level that she was, but I could feel the depth of it and kind of the, um, the potency, the uniqueness of it. So I would be curious when you're listening to it, if you're feeling more than the words of the session. And I want to know kind of what you're feeling. And um, another thing too, and I've said this before, but this recording is a really, really good example of it. As the facilitator of these sessions, uh, I don't know the exact percentage, obviously, but um while I was going through training, one of the things that we're taught is the clients are having an experience on many levels. Um, you know, even like all five senses can be going, uh, even, you know, our clairs can be going. So even these senses that aren't rooted kind of like in this third dimension with our body necessarily attached to like smell or taste, but we've got a lot that we're sensing. And what a client says, like in response to my questions, in response to their experience, the thought is, or something that we're all trained, or I was trained to believe, is that the client is really sharing like maybe 10% of what they're experiencing. And as someone, I've been in the client chair probably over 40 times at this point, and I can say that that is completely true. Like when I get the notes back that someone has taken in a session for me, or when I re-listen to a session, the experience is so much richer than the words coming out of my mouth. And I know Mary feels the same about this situation. And at the end of this recording, I also left in a little bit of our debrief. So as always, I always skip the induction just because it's long, not all of them. They're not like exactly the same, but they're all pretty much the same. Um, different variations, I guess. Different routes. But the induction is that 20-minute-ish, 15-minute-ish, um, kind of feels like a guided meditation. It's the induction. It's how we get relaxed into that hypnotic state. So I cut that out. We come in right as I begin to ask questions in that space of spiritual guidance. And then at the end, I take out the part where I bring her, you know, out of trance and kind of wake her up or help her wake herself up. Um, and then I add in a little bit of our debrief because it also talks to, speaks to the point of, are these memories that we're accessing? Are we astrally traveling? Are we channeling? I think we do a little bit of all of it. And... Sometimes it seems, from my perspective at this point currently on my lifeline, it seems that when people are channeling, that's when they're, they can remember the least. And, 
And so I think Mary was channeling for sure uh, during this. And she was also um, just, you know, really um, deeply in the frequency of these light beings. And so it was just almost like, like she had to, almost like she was like moving through the thickest mud to like translate what was coming in. Another thing about her kind of few words and something that I sprinkle in, and I think I actually took out a couple of them because some of Mary's pauses were incredibly long. And so, of course, I like to leave some of those in there, but (laughs) these were really long. And so I cut some of them out. And with that, I cut out when there's a really long pause and I can sense, see, or feel that the client is getting a lot of information, but they can't necessarily like process it in a way where they can, it can like come out of their mouth in a way that it'll make sense. I'll often, I always weave in suggestions of you will remember this when you need to. You'll remember this in the future. Just observe, just absorb. I believe it's my understanding that when we are in that space of spiritual guidance, this has happened to me from what I can tell, this has happened to many of my clients. When we're in the space of spiritual guidance and we're on this path and we're just, especially, not always, but especially if we're just starting out on that path of conversation and connection and building a relationship, a conscious relationship with our spirit guides, higher self, it's almost, I get the sense that they are just like fucking giddy that we are conscious of them, paying attention to them, asking for, asking for their help, um, listening to their guidance, relying on them, trusting them. I think that that is really exciting to them. How could it not be, right? Like if you finally get validation for work that you're doing behind the scenes, of course that feels good, right? And there is so much that we can that we can know that we don't know or don't ever try to know that I think that when we first open that connection, it becomes even more likely that they're like, we have so much information for you. We want to give it to you. And so that's why it can feel like a lot of information. And here's the thing, though. Sometimes they want to give us a lot of information. But information can be distracting. And so say a client's next step is to get quiet, slow down, spend time in nature, and just become more introspective. It kind of seems like that's like the first step. Anytime someone's feeling blocked or not intuitive, the first step is like get quiet, get in nature, like stop the information input and just be observe the world around you, nature, yourself, your breathing, your thoughts, whatever it is. And that is simple. And uh, it's fucking boring. (laughs) So I believe that sometimes our guides can sense like if this person gets all of this information, they're going to skip that first step of like getting quiet and they're going to get stuck and bored or it's not going to work because they haven't done the foundation and so they're going to stop doing it or they're not going to go any further down this path. It's almost like here's the foundation 
and all this other information, I think they have the ability to just like put it into our subconscious mind or open that connection, those memory pathways for us. So we are better to remember in the future when that information is more relevant and going to be something that we can actually take action on. So anytime you're in a meditation or you're in a past life regression or a spirit guide session or something like that, and you just feel like, whoa, I'm, this is what I do. When I feel like it's coming at me like a fire hose, it's almost like I feel like they're talking to the back of my head, you know, like they're supposed to be whispering in my ear, but they're like, you know, three inches behind me. So they're kind of like whispering into the back of my head. The only thing I do then is just get quiet and trust that it will come in the future when I need it. A knowing, an idea, a memory, an action item, whatever it is. And I believe that that trust is important. It's an integral part of building our intuition. It's trusting, it's getting comfortable in the unknown because oftentimes intuition just reveals itself as the next step. And I think that that is part of the reason why we have to get comfortable in the unknown uh, is because we're not going to ever have the full picture. And if we think we have the full picture, it's probably not ours because we probably watched someone else and then like kind of patched work what we think we want. Maybe not, but something to think about. So, um, okay, a little bit of a tangent, but that is something that Mary was dealing with. She just felt like it was so much information. And um, so that's when I, when there's a lot of pausing and I can see on someone's face or just kind of get a sense that they're really processing information or taking in information I just let them be quiet and I just give hypnotic suggestions for you'll remember this when you need it just absorb it all feel supported love safe healed all of it and one of the things that she said throughout the session or a couple times in the session as she was channeling what these light beings were saying was the sense of like speak and more comes in speak and more comes in and and that's very much intuition right the next step is speak and trust that more will come in ah it was so good and layered because that's what we do in these sessions right it's like i always say trust it get weird we'll analyze it later all you have to do is observe just what's in your mind right now and speak and more comes in I don't know. Does that hit you like it hits me? It's crazy. But I do think that the more we engage with our intuition, like speak a detail of something that came in, whether it's we're speaking it out loud just to ourselves or maybe to your pet or maybe to your spirit guides, or maybe you speak it. Maybe you have a community to speak to. Maybe you have uh, just one or two trusted friends and loved ones to speak to. But as we can speak to these experiences, it helps us get more information because it shows that we trust as we move forward and it shows that we're using our intuition and our free will and our discernment and our self-knowledge to move forward um, for the highest and best for us and the highest and best for the collective and so when she just she said that a few times speak and more comes in speak and more comes in and I just I thought what a great simple yet profound, total spirit guide piece of wisdom, for sure. I am curious to know what your questions are 
for me or for Mary, the client in this session? Because here's the thing, you all are very intuitive. <laughs> all of you listeners, anybody who reaches out to me, the stories you share, like you all are very intuitive. And so as you listen to this, if you have questions for Mary or questions for me about the session and the experience as a whole, or maybe you're like, whoa, I had something like that happen to me and I uh, want to share that experience with someone, you can always share it with me. You can go to pastlivesandthedivine.com and you can click on the podcast tab and then there's an ask a question portion of it. So use it. And um, that will be very, very helpful. Because one of the things that I'm thinking about all of these client sessions that I am sharing, that we are sharing, uh, I think it would be really fun to invite these clients back and ask them questions from you. Like when you listen to the recording and you're like, oh my God, what did this mean? Or, oh my gosh, that happened to me. Was your situation like this? Or, or what happened after this? Or how did you feel after that? Let me know, because if I get enough of those questions, um, I will invite guests back. So if you listened to one previously a few months ago, you can still ask your question now. Or maybe you're like, here is the question, Gina, that you never ask, and I wish you would. I want to hear that too. Okay, are we ready? Have I prepped you enough? Gather around the fire for a spirit guide session where we get to be in the presence of some light beings. As you move into this space, do you get the sense, are you inside or outside? Space of light at all, I don't know. Okay, good. So what kind of light is around you? Is it all the same color? Are there different colors or shapes? white okay are you comfortable in this space right here if we invite your spirit guides in or maybe you already feel them there or do you feel like you want to move further into this space and find a place to relax move further okay so as you're here in this area of light do you get the sense do you want to move forward to the sides or do you want to move behind you turn around and go a different direction what feels natural forward okay so we're going to move forward and i'm going to count from one to five and as we move forward in this light and I count from one to five. When we get to five, you will be in a comfortable space. It might look like a living room or a garden, a coffee shop. Maybe it just looks like a grassy hill. And as we count to five, when we get to five, we'll be through this light and into your meeting space with your spirit guides. Moving forward in this light now, one, Two, three, closer to the edge of this light, four, and five, 
through the light and into your meeting space. Your guides may already be there or they're on their way. Getting yourself oriented in this space, seeing any colors or shapes around you. Maybe there's furniture, maybe there's a view or nature. What are you aware of in this space? Water, the beach, sunlight reflecting off the water. Now your guides are there, whether they're in a form that you can see, or maybe you can just feel them or simply know that they're there. Are you aware of your guides or which guides that are there? It's okay if you're not. No. Okay. So know that your guides are always with you and sometimes they want to focus on the questions and not their forms. And that's okay, too. So our first question for your guides is around simply connecting with them more, more often, stronger, more clarity. What information do your guides have about your connection to them? Always there. Is there any signs they send that Mary will miss from time to time? Anything she could look out for if she's missing any signs that you're sending? Pictures in your mind. Are there specific times when Mary will get pictures in her mind? Like if she's doing certain activities or if she's quiet, or when can she get more of those pictures? Quiet and open. Okay, good. Is there anything else that Mary can know about the connection? So the guides have mentioned that they're always there. And my question for the guides is, are there any times in which Mary is doing something and she could do better at connecting with them? What could she do to continue to kind of level up in this area? Or is it one of those things where right now she just needs to keep doing what she, do, what she does? Trust. Oh, yeah. Is it enough for Mary to get that message right now? That affirmation of you're doing the right things, just trust? Or is there anything else she can do to bolster that trust? Or does it just come with her trusting? Is that just the next step? Actively connect. 
What does that mean in Mary's life to actively connect? Is that something that she's currently doing or should she add in anything or stop doing anything if it's affecting her being able to connect? Meditate. And should Mary meditate as much as she currently is? Should she do it differently or add more time or is what she's doing okay? Right. So my next question for the guides is how can Mary work more to incorporate her gifts? The opening up and awakening that she's doing, the increase in, in being connected and trusting that connection. How can she use this, these gifts, um, whether it's all of them or a specific gift in terms of making a living? and incorporating it into her work somehow. That's a big question. <laughs> yeah, just absorb anything that's coming in. Sometimes it's kind of hard to get that information, but know it's all landing in your subconscious mind and you will remember in the future when the information is needed. So just take your time absorbing it. Speak. What kind of speaking? To connect. God, just remember, just observe what's coming in. No, you'll remember. God, what else can she know here using her gifts? See. Mm. Yeah, good. Knowing that all that information wisdom is planted in your subconscious mind. So even if it feels like a lot right now, you're getting the information, you'll remember it when it's needed. Is there anything else for Mary to know right now for her to say out loud? Sometimes that can help in remembering or getting a message. Is there anything else that she can know about how she can incorporate her gifts more so in her work? Writing and talking. If 
Mary, if you already know this, we don't have to go down this road, but my question for the guides is, are there any specifics on when or how she should write about these things? Or is she journaling about this question and then how or when to speak about it with others? Or is it about speaking and then the people who are in alignment with you stick around or show up? What else can we know about that? That writing and talking piece of sharing your gifts. Speaking opens and more comes. Oh, that's great. So whether it comes to Mary's gifts, speaking, writing, staying connected, connecting more with her guides, is there any messages from the guides that they're trying to get to Mary and they maybe haven't been able to, or they just wanna make something really, really clear? Is there anything else that Mary can know, anything else her guides want her to know right now in terms of her journey of awakening and just, I guess, anything she needs to know for her life right now and her next few steps? Knowledge is ageless. Oh, good. Anything else she needs to know before we move on to the next question? Purpose is living life. Is there a certain way to live your life in terms of purpose or is it just... Your choice. Ah, oh, okay. But knowing that you'll remember everything that's coming in, planted in your subconscious mind, so you can access it in the future when it's needed. We're going to move on to our next question for the guides, for Mary's higher self. Who were the beings at the end of her mother's bed? Observation. Mm. A blue light. Yeah, what are you aware of here? What's coming in about that evening or that night? that observation. What is it to be human? To help. Yeah. Oh. What are you feeling, Mary? Is it a positive or do you want to? I'm not afraid. Okay. Know that you're safe. 
And if you want to come out of this, we certainly can. But just take your time and be with it. Humanity or something. Okay. They need to understand. Human form for humanity. You're doing so well. No harm. Okay. No harm. Good. They can see the soul. Yeah. I don't understand. They are. Okay. Is this something you'd feel comfortable getting more knowledge on at a later time? Or do you want to leave it for now? It's so much. Yeah. It's so big. Oh. They can't make it small enough for me to... And who is they? Are they the guides or the observation beings? Those beings. Okay. They Go ahead. don't mean harm. There's no there is no malice. They just vibrate different in it. Hard to feel them. Yeah. Oh, it's just oh. Can they give any more insights or wisdom in terms of were they observing your mother? Do they observe you? Do they observe everybody? What's what's the significance with their relationship to you? My mother and then me. And how have they been observing you? I, I can't see the soul. <laughs> Uh, that's how they know. And what do they know when they see the soul? Your light, the energy, energy out, out, 
outward. Okay. What else are you aware of here? Their frequency is high. They are to take in. Yeah. Fear. It, it, I just can't. I feel it everywhere. Would you be okay moving away a little bit or asking them to put some sort of barrier between the two of you so you can feel more comfortable or do you feel okay? Move back. Okay, so let's ask okay. them to move back, yeah. Okay. Good. Oh. But when they... It's there, though. They're just... Beings of light, yes. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Electric blue. So do you get a sense of whether they come from a different realm or a different planet or a different dimension? How would they describe it? Light beings. We're, we're all of the light and it's dimensional plane. I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So whether it was with these light beings or if it was something else, but that instance when Mary was nine or 10 years old and she was looking at her hand and the question of what is life came up. And our questions are really as a human, we can think we understand that experience, but what, what was happening there? And who was involved and what was the purpose of it? Ask the question and be told. We think it's unique that a, a, such a young person would have such a deep question. Is that just who Mary is, or was there a purpose behind that experience for her? Open, being open. In that memory, Mary floated up. What was that? Astral travel, a change in her frequency or her vibration? all her imagination. What was that after that question came in and she started to float? You become an open channel and your consciousness can rise 
elevated consciousness. Mm. In that sense of elevated consciousness and being open so our consciousness, our vibration can rise, are those things that Mary was born with specifically unique to her? Or was that activated in that moment, in that time of the memory when she was asking about life? It was conscious then, but she's open in her dreams. So just open for understanding and knowledge and healing. Anything else that Mary needs to understand from that memory, that scene in her life? The door was open and I closed the door and it's been opened again. Ah. Good. What can we know as, as Mary continues to go down this path of self-exploration, getting to know her guides? What can she know about things like interdimensional travel or visiting past lives or astral travel? What can Mary know about what those things are either in general or specific to her, her gifts and how she does it? Just kind of a general question, anything that might come in. Your consciousness is outside of you. Oh. And that is what travels. Ah. The cord is connected to the body. Allow the consciousness to go outside and explore venue and travel. Is the consciousness the same as the soul? How is that related? The human consciousness. The soul is always a part of the cord of light, the human consciousness outside of the body travel. Our cord of light is always us, is always one. Understanding this is how you can travel. Big thoughts. Good, just observing and remembering, knowing that you'll remember when you need to. All 
all this wisdom being planted in your subconscious mind. Before we come back to the present moment, is there anything else to be shared with Mary right now? Anything else she needs to know or remember before we come back to the present moment? Well, help others. Yeah. Okay. As they open and awaken. And I guess one more question with that in mind. Is there anything that Mary needs to do right now? I know sometimes when we're on a path, we feel like we want to share the things we're learning, the way we're growing and changing. And is there anything else that Mary needs to know right now in terms of helping others? Um, I know oftentimes we kind of think of big picture, but as we're evolving, as we're on our path, before we're ready to, I don't know, make it official in some way, is there anything she can keep in mind in terms of sharing with other people? I know we talked about speaking and writing, but I just want to make sure um, anything that can help Mary in, in terms of patience or taking action or seeing what opportunities are the ones for her. Take the opportunities. Speak your truth without fear. It, it'll be accepted and help. Good. So again, knowing that all the information, all the knowing and wisdom that was shared with you today is planted in your subconscious mind and you'll become aware of this wisdom, this knowledge and confidence as you move forward and as you need it, it will be there. And so for now, just getting ready to come back to the present moment. Oh my. I feel like I am wrung out. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you remember it? I remember crying. Oh, oh. I, I don't know how much of that you remember. And we don't obviously have to debrief it now because you were, you were channeling. <laughs> oh. And uh, I, I don't know what that was or what it is, but I just feel like you're, you're on a path somewhere. They didn't give you a lot of like, I don't know if you got this sense, but I really got the sense they were almost like, you're in the work of what you need to do. And you're just got to keep doing that. And all these other questions that you have will like slowly populate the answers. And it was really just like this. I, that's the feeling I got, but I'm, I'm curious to know, just like you're what you remember, if it was different than other times, you were very deep. I, um, I was aware of like, at one point, like those, those, like the vibration, like the electricity. And yeah. it's like, so disconcerting because you cannot, it's like, it wasn't just here. It was like, Ooh, everywhere. I remember crying. I remember you asking me questions. But I can't quite remember the questions. 
Yeah. I remember you asking about those uh, beings, I guess, at the, at, at, the, at the end of the bed. And the yeah. only thing I remember of them was a, um, like a shape, but it was like this blue, like light, like a very like electric blue light. I don't know. Okay, so have you read any of Dolores Cannon's books? No. Is that a good person to Yeah. Read? So she has a number of books. I actually wrote it in your notes. Um, okay, Dolores Cannon. Okay. Yep. And she, I wrote them, I think, in the order, but it's like Keepers of the Garden, Custodians, and Convoluted Universe. And it goes from like, she was a past life regressionist, just like I am. And she started actually digging in and researching uh, stuff like this, where it was like, who are these people? What are they doing? And so right. I think if you feel called to, don't force yourself to do it, because maybe if you don't feel called to listen to it, but just put it in the back of your mind, because um, I think you would feel kinship with these people if you feel alone. I don't think you would. Okay. Uh, I think that that would be really good. And if you find this stuff interesting, it's fascinating. Well, it's always, yeah. Yeah. So I've always found it interesting because of my mom, because of the yeah. conversation with my mom. And my mom, I told you, she swore they visited her a lot. Yeah. I don't know who she told, but yeah. And she said yeah. she knew when she was aware of them. But see, I don't remember this in my life being visited. Yeah. And you might, and maybe not, you know, maybe the observation's different than like what we think of as like, right. Know, fire in the sky being dropped off in a do phone they, booth, naked, right. you know. <laughs> How do they observe? Who the hell knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess just on a personal level after that, I know your memory is kind of like what just happened, but do you feel okay? Do you feel like you, I guess I'm wondering, like, do you, how do you feel after this? I feel like there was like big information that I can't quite like, like hold on to yeah. right now. That's what I feel like. I feel okay. like, I feel like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just did something physical and there's a lot, but there is no, like, I couldn't, I can't really tell you about it. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. And that's, I could tell you were, I mean, when you listen to the recording, you're going to be like, whoa, I mean, you were just, you could tell you were very deep, even it almost seemed like at times it was difficult for you to talk. So I'm just like, I just want to make sure Mary, that you feel okay. You're not like, oh, like kind of jolted. No, scared. I feel like I'm not, I'm not jittery at all. I'm not okay. I'm very calm, but it okay. feels like, like if you had a big emotional, like cry yeah. or something, or okay, like, good. you know, something like big happened and you're like, huh. Yeah. Okay. Good. That was something. That's how I feel. <laughs> okay. Good. I just didn't, I didn't want to leave you without being like, wait, I didn't like open a can of worms and you're like, I'm afraid to sleep at night. 
no no i am not afraid at all no i didn't think so but like i can't even like tell you what happened though yeah you debrief in your own way but i i mean we'll obviously be talking again but i i just think i don't know i think there's something i think you're on an interesting path and it's one of those paths where all you can be like i know i'm on a path i don't know where the fuck it's going but i'm on it (laughs) I know. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I know I'm on a path, but like, could you give some light or clarity? Like, where is this going? And I still don't have any clarity, quite frankly. I know. I know. I have no idea. Someday, someday the spaces will all fill in. Mary, it was so good to see you. It was good seeing you too. How long was I under? What time is it? Um, You were under um, maybe... A little over an hour or really? maybe that not quite long? Uh, I don't know I'd have to look not if it was right around an hour I don't know if it was under or over it doesn't even feel like I was under an hour I like, felt like it went by really fast the time like like all of a sudden I was like oh shit it's 11 20 we're going over Mary I hope you're okay with it. oh god see I didn't even <laughs> like it felt like it was like so fast okay it's yeah. so weird to lose time like that yeah do you lose time um do i sometimes only when i'm like meditating or something like that yeah um i will process it take your time i mean you know i'm always open to hearing this and there's so many other things that we can do with hypnosis like we could go back to the time of your conception from your point of view as a soul so know that like that sounds interesting yeah so know like there's a ton of like other ways as you think of questions I always keep a note on my phone and add questions that like here's a random question I want to ask next time I'm doing this I should I should definitely yeah. yeah somehow however you organize it like just keep that stuff in mind because this was probably, I think of it as like an ongoing conversation for our whole lives if we want it. So I think so too. I think that, yeah, that is the journey right there. Yeah. Yeah. Keep asking oh. the questions and getting the answers. Yeah. 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 And I liked how it was like, the purpose is living life. I don't know if you remember you said that, but it was like living it. <laughs> was yeah. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really remember. You'll get it. But it'd be listen. good to listen so I can take notes. <laughs> and it'll be what did i say (laughs) i mean really yeah oh okay mary good to see you i'll see you soon have a good couple weeks and that is our podcast episode for today if you want some of this magic for yourself hop over to pastlivesandthedivine.com and you can learn all about the services i provide you can sign up for your own past life regression life between lives or spirit guide session You can also check out the shop for some purchase and download immediately hypnotic tracks. And you can also see all of the podcast episodes. And that is over at pastlivesandthedivine.com. Take anything from this session in this episode that helps you feel a little lighter, a little happier, and just leave the rest. 